and it begins. Over in China, we've got Lavina Good, who's, uh, well, I'm jealous because Lavina's over there in the thick of the action at the Winter Olympics. What a, an impressive occasion it is. And what's it like on the ground? First up, Lavina, welcome to the program. Just set the scene for us. What's it like over there uh, in the Olympic Village and, and the whole setup? Hey, Das, thanks Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been in um, Beijing a, a few days now. To be brutally honest, the most difficult part initially was just getting into the country. It's taken months of paperwork and red tape to try and get approval from the Chinese government to let the um, international commentators and people filming for OBS to come on in and, and do their job. So once that was out of the way with uh, green cards and customs declarations, et cetera, et cetera, things were um, looking looking a lot easier. Uh, we get to the airport and it, it's very strict here in Beijing. We're, we're in a soft lockdown, which means we're only allowed to go from our accommodation to the venue to the International Broadcast Centre where we're commentating from, and then we have to go back to our accommodation again. And I was here in 2008 for the Summer Olympics and we were going to restaurants and walking the Great Wall and, and, and things have changed, mate, as we all know, times have changed greatly. But, you know, China has only had, out of, with a billion people, they've only had something like 170 cases over the last three weeks and they don't want us bombarding them with Omicron or anything else. So it's really quite strict, but it's a nice vibe to be here. You always feel privileged to attend um, these world-class events and to be part of the Olympic Games here for the Winter Olympics in Beijing feels pretty cool. And I'm carrying my little Kiwi flag as well, mate. Cool. I like your pun. I'm sorry. It wasn't deliberate, I'm sure. But hey, <laughs> let's talk about Kiwis involved up over the weekend because we could, straight off the bat, find ourselves in possession of a gold medal uh, via Zoe sadowski Senate. Yeah, that's the thing. The expectation is there. I don't know about you, Darcy. I get so nervous when um, the weight of a nation gets put on a kid's shoulders. I, I know you've interviewed um, these extreme athletes over the years. I, I've seen you and heard your interviews with them when they were just babies at 16 and now at the ripe old age of 20, 19, 20. <laughs> they're making a difference in the world. I've, I've, I've seen and heard it over the, the years, but there's a whole lot of pressure on them. But you know what, I guess with the whole tall poppy syndrome, sometimes we like being the underdog as Kiwis as the competitors come in and face international competition. Well, this time they're not. This time they're hot favourites after taking out Winter Games Classics in Colorado. So the pressure's on them, but they've matured. They know what they have to do. They've put in the training. Um, it'll come down to the performance on the day and also adapting to the weather and the, and the conditions. But it would be so good for us to pick up a gold medal. I was in Vancouver many years ago when young Adam Cook managed to pick up a gold medal as a um, para-athlete, and he did so well. And what that meant to a nation meant so much. So to get a gold medal would be great, but to be competing at this world stage against athletes that have put and devoted their life into preparation for this one moment, this one event, it's not going to be easy. I do think they're up for the challenge, and I'm really looking forward to watching them compete. Okay, so today we've got Sadowski Senate and Cool Wakashima both involved in slope-style qualification. That's the action of a Saturday. Uh, Sunday, we've got the slope-style finals, the runs, hopefully featuring both of those athletes. Uh, Tian Collins is in qualifying for snowboard slope-style. What else have we got? Yeah, we've got plenty of athletes to look forward to. The the snowboarding and snow slopes is something that everyone really looks forward to at the Winter Games. Don't leave out the lovely Campbell Wright, though. He was a late inclusion in terms of um, biathlon. He's only 19 years of age. He could be competing at the Junior Olympics, but no, he's decided to take it on on the world stage. He was born in Rotorua and competes and trains a lot um, throughout Italy and also in Wanaka. Um, 
Biathlon, you know, just so you know, Dallas is more popular in Norway than what the NBA is in America. So it's a world-class sport. And he had to come top 16 in the world to make sure he was selected to represent New Zealand. And he managed to do that at his very last World Cup. So plenty for, for the um, Kiwi audience to get excited about. I think the other thing also, Dallas, and when I'm at home, I think about this all the time, for a lot of the sporting audience out there, this will be the first time that they've seen some of these winter sports for almost four years. And um, whether or not you're an ardent fan of curling or ice hockey or figure skating, it's so cool to sit back and take in all the vision, all the footage, all the commentary, and just be engulfed and engaged in it. So whilst we're supporting the Kiwis along the way, it's going to be a pretty good couple of weeks for the sporting audience to just sit back and admire the sporting feats of the 24th Winter Olympiad. Outside of the New Zealand competitors, is there one particular sport, one discipline that you're really hooked on that you cannot wait to see in person? I'm a massive fan of ski jumping. I watched Eddie the Eagle with my kids a few months ago and they took the mickey out of me because they're like, is that the sport you're going to be covering, Mum? I'm like, yeah, actually, I'm going to be doing some commentary over there for, for the ski jumping. But I think for me, just to be able to propel your body through the air over 100 metres and the injuries that come out of that sport, it takes such courage. And I know these athletes have been training since they were three years of age in preparation for what they do. But it's so difficult at the top of that in-run to look down, and I've been at a few in-runs in in my years, to look down and go, am I really going to travel at 90 kilometres an hour and jump off the end of that without a parachute and without padding and try and land a perfect telemark landing to impress the audience around the world and impress the judges? No bloody way, mate. I'm not doing that. So I really think the ski jumpers are exceptionally courageous. And um, I'm really looking forward to that coverage. I'm also quite a, a bit of a fan of the figure skating, and it's at the polar opposite to the ski jumping, but the, the gracefulness of it is so beautiful and the intricacies of it and the strength that's involved to make yourself look so graceful, look spectacular. So many athletes here representing their countries trying to do just that. There's plenty of opportunity to watch heaps of stuff over the next couple of weeks. Hey, thanks very much for joining us on the All Sport Breakfast. Lavina. good. Looking forward to hearing your tones as you commentate as part of the International Cup and the OBS. Go well, enjoy yourself. We're all very, very jealous. In a good way, mate. In a good way. <laughs> Cheers, Dars. Take it easy. Thanks, buddy.